there. So the hijacking effect, or the counter-public sphere theory, which is its more technical name that was coined back in 2015, is essentially what happens when an organisation changes the narrative on content that's being produced. When it originally first came out, it was actually around the New York City Police Department, where they were using a hashtag on Twitter to spread information, and it was kind of hijacked by public groups who had dissatisfied with the way that the NYPD were doing things, specific targets that they were putting out in place, and some of the more problematic behaviours that came down with that particular police force at the time. What we're seeing now, though, is a lot more disinformation and misinformation groups deliberately going out of their way to hijack content that you, as a relatively reasonable person, would sit there going you know what, I'm actually on board with what this particular content is. We've got some really interesting examples happening in this country at the moment, and it seems to be happening more and more as the reach of these disinformation groups withers away. And there's a whole bunch of reasons for that, like the loss of mandates, so you suddenly don't have a big bad for these groups to, to rally around, but it means that they have to find other ways to come across as reasonable and to come across as empathetic to try and reach new audiences to try and grift. So let's have a look at some local New Zealand examples of this inaction. The most well-known of these so far in this country has actually been the most recent groundswell protest where farmers who are unhappy with an emissions trading scheme that was proposed by the government for farmers organised a whole bunch of rallies up and down the country where tractors were supposed to go in and take over main centres and tell everybody how angry the farmers were. Despite the fact that Groundswell was not at any point in time directing people to the process to actually make submissions on the proposal, that's beside the point. What actually happened though was by the time they got to most of these centres, other organisations had hijacked their protest and made it more about them than about what the issue actually was that Groundswell was protesting. And a lot of the media coverage actually focused on that instead of on what Groundswell wanted. Mike King's Gumboot Friday is a fantastic initiative to raise awareness around mental health as well as help people fight depression. Nobody in their right mind is going to say that is a bad cause. But Operation People, Chantal Baker's latest grift, has jumped on board and started promoting the event as well. Now people know Chantal Baker from her journalism at the Wellington protests. Most recently she's been over in the middle of the Ukraine war putting around blogs that could be seen as giving away military targets, putting people's lives at risk. And to start promoting Gumboot Friday makes you kind of question whether or not you want to support an organisation that is supported by someone like Chantal Baker. In Hamilton, Kirikiriroa, we've got Alan Hulse, who works for Culture Safe. Now, Culture Safe is an anti-workplace bullying organisation. And full disclosure here, I've worked with Alan myself. I've got friends who have used his services. And to get rid of workplace bullying is a really important thing to do because it can affect people in so many ways. But Alan has recently had to team himself up with people from New Conservatives and has had Freedom and Rights Coalition jump on board his court cases and his appearances and start promoting his anti-bullying message as well, which waters down the content that he's creating and the message that he's putting out because suddenly it's linked into these organisations which are known for bullying people. You know, New Conservative, for example, had policies that were so regressive during the last general election, they included getting rid of any mention of the treaty whatsoever and getting rid of any kind of single parent they had to basically live with their parents or with another family member until another person preferably a man because it's always a female who's alone and with a kid 
comes along and looks after them. That kind of messaging and that mix of messaging starts diluting what is essentially a really good cause or a really good potential outcome. But it's really hard to take seriously when it's been hijacked like that from organisations that you know not to trust. There you have it. The hijacking effect is pretty much what it says on the box. What you need to do to work out if it's a good thing or a bad thing for you is how much you trust the intent of the original option, the person or the group or what it is that they're trying to achieve, versus how much you distrust the insidiousness of these other organizations that have tried to jump on board and ride that goodwill for that original particular group or organization or outcome. It's not always easy. And to be honest, it really comes down to your own personal beliefs and your own judgment calls on this one. 